Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents Both Sides of the Coin. coach clients who want to lose weight but either don't get started or soon fall off the wagon. Today we'll be getting some top tips. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a rigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention, what works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Janie Butter, your host and an accredited senior coach. I've been coaching for eight years, mainly in the area of career transition and life coaching. Joining me today are Tammy Varta-Niehoff and her client, Katrina Lambrew. Tammy is based in the Netherlands and she's an integrative nutrition health coach. She coaches individuals as well as groups on wellness, nutritional education, weight management and long-term lifestyle interventions and changes. Her client is Katerina, she lives in Greece and she's 59, retired and a mother of two. Welcome both of you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Morning. Tammy, I'm going to start with you and then flip over the coin and speak to Katerina. Tammy, tell me about yourself. I'm actually a passionate student for life. I have studied German letters, European sciences, public relations, and after I have worked for 10 years in many different countries, many different jobs, I enrolled in the Institute for Integrated Nutrition in order to do my health coaching certificate. And two years ago, I enrolled in the School for Applied Functional Medicine, and hopefully this year I will get my Functional Medicine certificate from there as well. Why did you decide on this area? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with my personal journey. I was always a very weight and body conscious person. I will not say health conscious because uh, that is what I became. I was always the person who would go on the scale every day. I was dieting a lot. I was exercising a lot. I was binging a lot. I had hormonal issues. I had mood issues. So I was actually this person who travels with the yogurt and the fruit in the bag. And I remember once in one of my trips, I had kiwis to eat for lunch and they fell off my bag and they started rolling in Gadwick Airport in front of the police people. They thought it was really, really funny. So, I, but I was, you know, all these years, I was looking for answers. I was trying to find a way to be happy with my female body, but also to be happy with food. And then when I had my third child, I somehow had enough, you know, I was a bit older, I had enough of this. And I said, I must be another way. And looking for solutions, I went into the site of the Institute of Integrated Nutrition. And I went through the program and that was it. I actually enrolled the next day. Um, it was back then one of the very few schools of offering a health coaching degree. I threw myself into the program. I started experimenting with paleo, with juicing. I started doing vegan diets. I did, I did everything. Everything that I learned, I did on me. And you know, slowly I started changing. I started changing internally and externally. 
And without understanding it, I was becoming my best ambassador for my health coaching. So people started asking me, what are you doing? Can you do to us what you do to yourself? And actually, that's how I got my first clients and never looked back. So great to hear that you're doing that yourself. And actually, healthy eating and losing weight are topics that many of our clients know that they need to address, but it can be an emotional topic. So as an accredited coach who works in this area, what tips can you give that will help other coaches? I have to break this a little bit in pieces because uh, it's a very complex puzzle. So the first thing I will address is healthy eating. And that's usually what I address with my clients. Healthy eating is actually eating ingredients that are pure, clean, high nutritional value. They smell good, they have color, and they are minimally or not at all processed. So basically they come to our plate exactly as mother nature makes them. A piece of wild salmon with gray salt and herbs is healthy eating. The second thing, losing weight. Yeah, losing weight is a global challenge. For me, the root causes are number one, the changes that we have done in food. There's so many additives in food. There's so much sugar that even if somebody would be careful, he would end up eating a lot of sugar. Then there is the change in nutritional habits. We used to eat yeah, years ago, once a day, and perhaps a little bit of, of, of a snack. But now people eat three, four, five times. And sometimes they have three meetings in a day or four meetings. They go in every meeting and they have cookies in every meeting. So the amount of food that we eat is so much bigger than our body actually burns in our present lifestyle. The third thing is uh, the fast pace of life. We don't have enough time uh, and we consider it a luxury to actually take time to prepare our own food, which actually is a basic need. So when I assist people to lose weight as a coach, I first educate them about the food, about the ingredients. I teach them how to read labels. I teach them how to go to the supermarket, how to combine things, how to, how to do their own food. And you know, um, knowledge brings empowerment and it brings inspiration. Now, peeling the onion a little bit deeper, we reach this, what we call the emotional food. Now, as coaches, we all need to remember that food is connected to our culture, to our values, to where we come from, to our ancestors, to our parents, to our family, to our grandparents. It's connected to everything. So for example, there are some cultures where a rich table, where you see like 20 different dishes is the norm. While in other culture, you can have one plate, every person has one plate in front of him and that's what they eat. And then culture also determines the taste. Me as a Greek, for example, I love the dishes with the vegetables and the herbs all in the oven with lots of olive oil. For somebody else, this might not be the kind of food he wants to eat. So when we are coaching somebody into a better nutrition, we need to keep in mind where he comes from, what he's used to eat, and which eating behavior will he be able to sustain. I say always, broccoli is great, but it's not for everybody. So we need to respect the unique individuality of every single person. Now, 
one step deeper into emotional eating is how do people use food in order to express their emotion, understanding the why, the how, and when we eat is a very, very big step to change our behavior. Because let's not forget, I think that applies for everybody. We can never change a behavior if we don't know what it serves us for. So for example, there are different types. We have the reward eater. A lot of very uh, successful women are reward eaters. They do all kinds of things the whole day. And then when the night comes, they go, well, I work so hard. I did so many things. I deserve a dessert. Or the convenience eater. Ah, what do I have to do? I have nothing in the fridge. Let's order pizzas. Or the real emotional eater, the person who has learned that for every sad moment in life, for every moment of stress, for every moment of anxiety, yeah, food is the best lover and it's there and it's available. So again, understanding why we do what we do and giving somebody the tools to slowly make the change, I think that all these are things that as coaches we need to keep in mind when we coach somebody who wants to lose weight. Wow, so many different layers there that I hadn't ever considered when it comes to you know, healthy eating um, and, and weight loss. What are the main reasons that people fall off the wagon? And added to that as coaches, what can we do to help them get back on track? That's a great question. And it's something I spent hours thinking about. I think there are two basic reasons. Of course, it depends on the person, but simple daily example, a person on a diet wants to lose weight. He, she goes to the supermarket and then he puts all kinds of cookies and chips in the, in the trolley just in case he needs it. Well, things is, if you have it in your cupboard, you will eat it. So when we create new habits, we need also to create the lifestyle. The old lifestyle took us one path. Now it's in our hand to create new habits and to create a new path for us. The second big thing that I really, really work a lot with my clients is something really, really practical and that is preparation. And I work a lot with, with women that are um, at work. So they are perfectly organized, everything. They have their agendas, they have the computers, they go into meetings and they thrive. They have the notes, they are prepared. But they are very prepared in their professional life. However, in their personal life, there is absolutely no preparation. And one of the deepest reasons is that they have not learned to take the time to take care of most probably the most important decision of the day, that is the food. So a big thing that I teach my clients is be prepared, cut your veggies, do your protein, do whatever it takes. And I can guarantee you preparation when you want to lose weight is about 70% of the success. Great top tip there. Thank you. We all need to be prepared. A good thing for us to remember, not only for ourselves, but also for our clients. You're recently accredited um, and you are wanting to get your detox training program uh, accredited as well. Why do you feel that's important? I have a program that works and together with coaching, it works even better. So I fully trust the process of accreditation in order to 
correct perhaps mistakes that are there or shortcomings. And I also know that accreditation is a competitive advantage. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Tammy. Let's flip over the coin and speak to your client, Katerina. Katerina, why did you decide to start coaching with Tammy? I've tried every diet that has ever existed, everything, but I could not keep a stable weight and I was never really happy with the results as they wouldn't last long. I had been to numerous dietitians, just, just diet experts. Something was missing. That, that's when I realized, you know, that something was really missing, a very basic component. And that component was information given in a way that made sense. Um, is it was as if my body and its functions were that of a stranger's. And I, I needed to know why. I needed to know the why behind it. And I also needed a one-on-one -on -one help with that. I didn't need a diet expert. I just needed someone to coach me through this. She helped me study closely my body, my cycles, my mood swings, my relationship with food. You know, I, ha I had to learn my likes, my dislikes, my triggers, understand my daily rhythm. It went well. I had my ups and downs, but overall it went up. Um, and a few years later, um, when I'd already hit menopause, I started feeling really, really depressed and bloated. Um, I knew something was off again. I'd wake up in tears for no reason. I would be careful with food and I'd still be bloated. There were days where I couldn't even put my rings on my fingers. My sleep was off. My, most of my bodily functions were off. So again, I realized that I had to, you know, I needed coaching again, a fresh round, a new round. When I started um, realizing, you know, what a hormone is and how it works for me. Um, you know, understand the process again, what's missing. Thank you so much for that. When it comes to your relationship with food, what has been your biggest insight that you've gained through the coaching? I realized that I was a reward eater, definitely. If I've been on a, on a strict diet and I would reach some sort of goal, then I would have a big meal. Um, celebrations, everything. And I'm also, what you call a pleaser eater? I'm a pleaser as a person, so if someone like invites me to their home to eat, I, it's impossible for me to say no. Uh, so that was that was important that I actually realized that and that I I had to work through that as a as one of the goals in the coaching. How to go about my life without um, and it's okay to displease other people. So that was that was really important. I know it sounds. It doesn't sound that important, but it, it was for me. That's really insightful. And I'm sure that actually that's um, a big issue for a lot of people. Have you got one tip for people who are also um, reward eaters or pleasing eaters? I kept a very, very detailed diary of every single thing I ate and the emotion next to it. Why did I eat it? it was, was it time of the day? Was it time to eat? Was it because I cooked a meal? Did we have people over? Was I invited? Was I sad? Was I angry? Um, was it leftovers from a, a meal I'd done, you know, that I didn't want to waste? Because that, that's another biggie. And I know a lot of mothers do that. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to waste um, food. Uh, so actually realizing every single thing I did with the emotion attached to it was very important and keeping a diary was a very a long-term process because 
again, you go through cycles, and it's a different for every season, and it's a different for every occasion. So I, I think that's um, that's really important. And then you talk about it with your coach. You go through the diary with your coach. One final question for you: What advice would you give to other health coaches? You might be surprised by this, but the one thing that helped me the most um, was actually being told that it's okay not to know everything there is to know about food, about supplements, about cycles. Because a lot of times, um, we people as clients, you feel very ignorant. And sometimes people make you feel that you're ignorant. You know, sometimes professionals are a bit condescending, even if they don't realize it. The other thing was, um, she helped me identify my limiting beliefs and how to alleviate them because that's, again, really, really crucial. Um, if your limiting belief is that there are starving people in the world and, and you shouldn't left over, you know, you shouldn't have leftover food and everything, so that, that's really serious, you need to address it. Coaching people around their beliefs, how to alleviate the ones that are not good for them and how to be um, adamant about the beliefs that are good for them because they're good beliefs as well is also very, very important. And I think the third thing was um, accountability, you know, um, to help me make my own set of goals, make them together, but only I know exactly where my limits are and how far am I willing to go and um, how soon I want to do things. Uh, so that's a very delicate, very um, um, delicate working between the coach and, and, and the client. Also devise a system of accountability. How are you going to be accountable for these goals? I think um, that was very important too. That's such great advice for all coaches. Thank you so much, Katerina, and thank you so much, Tammy. If you're interested in finding out more about the health coaching that Tammy offers, then you can contact her on LinkedIn or you can email her at valtatammy, that's V-A-L-T-A, tammy at hotmail.com. We're confident that anybody who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be among the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching and mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I'd love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.